Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Unfiltered Faith. <laughs> okay, this is Emily, and I am here with a very special guest. Um, also, very sorry that we haven't filmed the podcast in a few months. After the school, like, we went back full-time, and so we stopped filming because we had FCA in person. But we're back. It's summertime. And, um, yeah, I have a very special guest with me, my dear friend. So this is Alyssa. Introduce yourself. <laughs> how'd we meet <laughs> um, how did we meet I think we're just chilling at a friend's house one time and mm-hmm. I was like wow Emily seems pretty cool I want to get to know her and then we got together like months later and then we hung out at Nubo and shared testimonies <laughs> oh yeah yeah so we know each other from from church um through Veritas so yeah it's been a great time but um one if you're new to this podcast we are a christian podcast we believe in the trinity and um jesus christ um and our father in heaven so we are going to be doing a unique podcast one that we have never done before um because we're talking about a very touchy topic um and we want to make it clear that this topic is open to Christians and non-believers. Like a lot of our podcasts, like we do devotion and that is again for everybody and like anyone. We want everybody to be listening to this, but um, this one in particular is something that many people struggle with and it doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not. It doesn't matter what race you are, any of that stuff. So um, yeah, we're just going to get right into it. So Alyssa and I are going to be talking about body image and um yeah <laughs> it's a very personal topic and um we'll cover like before we get into it things that are trigger warnings and all that type of stuff but know that this is going to be a more of a positive podcast we're not going to like go around shaming you we're going to be sharing some personal testimonies though as well so um just be aware of that but I hope that you would listen to the whole thing and um, that it would be beneficial and help you in some way. So we're going to pray. Um, do you want to pray? Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Father in heaven, thank you for this time with Alyssa to just um, go through your word and understand more about who you say we are and um, just removing those thoughts and those images of what the world says we have to be and just releasing those chains and knowing that we are um, made in your image. And I pray for everybody listening that they would just be, they would just be touched father by, um, what you have to say. And I pray that this would go to many cultures and many communities and that you would allow this to reach all those people who need to hear it. And I just pray for a blessing over this time in your name. Amen. Okay, so first, things that we will not be discussing in this podcast, um, calories, weight, and like numbers and all that stuff. Um, A few trigger warnings is we will be discussing some personal testimonies and stories concerning um, eating disorders and body image struggles and also some current struggles. So yeah, but please don't let that discourage you from listening to this podcast because it is going to hopefully fill you with hope and um, bring peace and a new perspective on this issue. 
So, all right, let's get to it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, first, shall we discuss, like, what the world tells us or um, just kind of what it looks like in our own lives, in a way? Yeah. Um, so, growing up, I mean, you know, as always, growing up, I always, like, you know, you get to see the skinny models and stuff like that, and, like, TV shows, and, like, not even just in the magazines and stuff like that, but, like, Disney Channel, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then, like, have having some, like, family members, you know, that really like to have an opinion on what I look like, and warning me of, like, of going too far down, like, one path of, like, getting too heavy or something like that, um, Definitely, I can see it, like, reflecting in my own life nowadays, like, saying, like, oh, yeah, that's where, that's where that started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, like, everything kind of roots, there's a root to almost, to really all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, like, it's something that, like, men and women struggle with. Yeah. It's in, like, it's grown so much, I feel like, or at least meaning it's become more public in the yeah. fact of, like, social media um wasn't always a thing and so now it's like more prevalent in the fact that you can see it all but it's also kind of fueling the fire in my opinion um yeah mental health is definitely something that is being talked about and which I think is really good but then also can be like not can be unhealthy in some ways like I mean TikTok don't have that but like (laughs) from what I've I mean you know obviously like I don't have it so I can't have a full opinion on it but from what I've seen like I think that it would be much more of like a struggle having it like just you know I'm kind of putting yourself out there and stuff like that um and yeah like uh social media is like helping people talk about it but then in the same way that can like be triggering to other people and like kind of I mean I've seen other people like diagnose other people yeah or like once they talk about, oh, I'm struggling with this, then other people will just kind of, like, you know, pour salt in the wound kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. I feel like <laughs> social media is obviously very toxic. Uh, <laughs> and, like, yeah, I don't have TikTok anymore. And um, even, like, Instagram, like, I try to stay off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another thing. Like, I made sure <laughs> – previous years I would follow all the people all the influencers but like after some personal experiences and stuff I had to like unfollow everybody that even gave me negative thoughts about myself because like truly the people you're following do you ever like question and be like yo um I wish I looked like them or you compare yourself or you become jealous you know and so I had to like catch myself and literally unfollow them even if it was hard um because that's not good thoughts to have. Like, that's not right. Um, so It's like when you are, like, allergic to something, like, allergic to a food, <laughs> you have to cut everything out until you find, like, yep. what the root is. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. You find what is hurting you and then stop yeah. doing that. Yeah. And you have to be honest about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, basically there's just a lot being said on social media in the form of, like, there's – an ideal body is what I find, and this changes throughout the generations and centuries. The ideal body always changes, and so um, we all get sucked into that I- 
idealism or whatever of what we think is right and what we think we should look like. Um, and we'll go down into like some of the deeper issues, but a big part of that is is wanting to appear good to others. Like it's not necessarily for ourselves. Like the real reason is in order to please others or for the attention. And it's like if nobody else was looking, if nobody else even cared, like would we have those, you know, those yeah. thoughts? It's so. kinda like the wanting to be known more more so than like yeah, <laughs> like I want to be known for looking good. I want to be known for like being pretty, versus like I want to be pretty because I want to be pretty. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I feel like those kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But more so of the I want to be pretty because I want to be pretty because other people are gonna know that I'm pretty. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, and then also another thing that I've noticed is like, um confidence that has been a huge focus especially like you know for women um the idea of being confident in your body and there's more advertisement of like you know everybody is perfect everybody is accepted and that is fantastic and amazing um but also know as like as christians and believers of the word like we find modesty you know (laughs) is also very important um, confidence and modesty yeah correct and that's something that's often overlooked is like people believe that if you're modest you are you don't think your body is like mm-hmm. worthy enough or you um are shielding Training. your confidence yeah mm-hmm. um but for me personally like that is the total opposite and I'll talk about that a little bit later but um I also know that that confidence can be kind of destructive to others from the outside Mm -hmm. because if you, for example, like, um, you've like, you're showing off, for example, and if it's not with the right intention, then it could cause others to stumble. That's something that I have to think about a lot because like, for me, when I'm on social media and I see somebody else, like, those looks really good, you know? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, they're very confident, but like, I am not. And I don't, have that (laughs) so yeah it can also be a stumbling block to brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. yeah like glow-ups you know yeah quarantine glow-up and stuff like that nope i glowed up (laughs) (laughs) like i mean yeah we'll go in depth to that but like once i kind of got out of quarantine i was confident and so i think that like glow-up isn't really changing what you look like on the outside but instead changing your perspective mm-hmm. and so confidence isn't like like I said isn't what like you look like on the outside but confidence like glow is having confidence in yourself and then you know you make then you make you know like you make the mindset change when you make everything like you know goes with a oh, saucy yeah. snap yeah <laughs> yeah um I was gonna say something <laughs> what was I going to say Oh, something that's gotten on my nerves. <laughs> um, you know, like the hot girl summer saying, <laughs> yeah, that's everywhere. And with that comes, you know, like more makeup, cuter clothes and Less clothes. yeah, but also like working out and like mm-hmm. the ideal body, like it's literally for the ideal body. Mm-hmm. Um, and that bothers me because a lot of influencers also play a role in that and we feed into it. Um, and girl or boy, whoever's listening, you already have that 
hot girl boy summer. <laughs> um, your summer body is the body that you mm-hmm. are in during summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so just the idea of like, like seriously, like it's crazy to think that society literally tells us to change our bodies. Mm-hmm. Like it's like when you actually stop to think about it, why in the world is there an ideal body? Like I'm not dissing on working out or anything. Like, you know, it's like that's great. And um, there's different hobbies and everything, but like it's working out is good if you're yeah. going into it with the right mindset. Correct. Like, I want to have a healthy body and I like mm-hmm. want to be making my body strong, but it's not like good if you're going into it thinking like I want to change my body because I want to look like this. Yeah. And oh, I get to possibly like be healthy like along the way. Like that was my mindset kind of like for a while while working out. So yeah. yeah. And yeah, thank you for sharing that because that's like that is definitely I can relate to that. Um, and yeah, working out is great, but it has to be the right motives, mm-hmm. and that's a huge part. We're gonna talk about the heart a lot too. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything comes down to the heart. Like, what are your intentions? Why are you doing this? Um, and yeah. So okay. Um, <laughs> we should talk about what the Bible says, mm-hmm. and. Um, along with that, I think it'd be great to share, like, our own stories mm-hmm. with that. Okay, so, um, we have a few verses. I'm going to jump to 1 Corinthians real quick. And, uh, one, um, note that Alyssa and I are not doctors, We do not have a license in talking about this. We are not counselors. So if you truly struggle with like um, an eating disorder or something that is like you have been diagnosed, like don't take just our word or advice. Like you should be going to medical um, professors. Yeah. And all of that. So, but know that we are going to be talking through the word and, um, you know, with the Holy Spirit's help, and so, like, we're going to be basing this off of the truth, which is the word. So, 1 Corinthians, um, chapter 6, verses 19 through 20. This is something that I think of a lot, um, and it not only goes along with, like, the whole issue of body image, but also with, like, modesty. This was, like, one of the first I literally just skipped over it. <laughs> this is one of the first <laughs> verses. <laughs> this is one of the first verses that I was like taught when um hearing about modesty for the first time. Um and so it's always like been really important to me and stuck with me. So first Corinthians chapter six, verse nineteen. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own, you were bought at a price, therefore honor God with your bodies. Um, one, this is talking to Christians and believers because in order to like, it's talking about people with the Holy Spirit within them. Um, and these people, like if you are a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit living and residing within you. And, um, so the first time I heard this, it was in a modesty context in the fact of like, you know, why are you showing off your body? Are you showing it off because you want guys attention are you showing it off because you want girls attention as in like um you want girls to be like oh that's what I want to look like yeah yeah and that was a huge one because it's like the comparison game there you know um 
And then as I looked into it further, um, my personal struggle like started in, in seventh grade. I've always grown up with um, eating disorders around me. Um, and so it was something that like I, I heard about all the time, I knew about, but I, I personally didn't struggle with it. Um, and I have not been diagnosed with one, so I'm not going to take it that far. Um, but in like seventh grade and stuff, which is a really young age also mm-hmm. to start, like these things start young because of influences around us. Um, but I like thought that I needed to look a certain way and I just wanted to be skinny, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very destructive for my mental health and everything um, surrounding that. And I actually came to Christ through it was part of my testimony. And I was saved that year, later that year. And then, um, I like stopped practicing those bad behaviors. And then I kind of fell into it again. And two years later, I went on a mission trip where I was also like, that's where my eyes were really opened. And I realized like one, um, I, I find that like for me, food is a selfish thing for me, as in I often decide how much I want to eat of it. I decide whether that's too little or way too much. I find that I'm always the one who takes control of that. And um, I don't give thanks to God. And that's that was my big issue was like, for example, when I went to Panama and saw um, how many people didn't have food, like they literally didn't have it. And so they weren't concerned about what they looked like. They weren't concerned about social media. They weren't concerned about what their friends thought. None of that. No, because their biggest worry was like, when am I going to get my next meal? Like to be humbled to that point of like, nobody, like people in the world don't care about what you look like or anything. They're just, they just want food. They just want water. And so um, to see that and be like, wow, I've been taking advantage of a gift that God has given us. Like I've been taking advantage also of my body, something that God's created. Um, And so then reading this, like your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. He is in you and you've received it from God. You are not your own. Like that hits me so hard of like, like truly, um, I don't belong to myself. Like I am God's and you were bought at a price and therefore you must honor God with your bodies. And so another thing that I did was like excessive workouts and all that and for the wrong reasons. Um, and so just coming to realize like, wow, I haven't been honoring God at all with my body and you're supposed to be honoring God with everything you say, everything you do. Um, so if one part's missing, like, are you really honoring him? You know, that type of thing. So Yeah, and throughout the few, like, the past years, you know, there's been ups and downs all the time. Um, The situation has changed a little bit, like, with my, um, the type of, like, eating disorder or the type of eating habits that I've had. But, um, yeah, overall, like, I literally just opened up about this this year, too. So, um (laughs) People are struggling and they hide it really easily and that might be you and I will tell you that you will be set free in a way that you have never experienced before when you tell someone mm-hmm. like wow it just changes everything um, makes you feel you're not alone and you can actually begin to heal 
and seek recovery. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, when I first heard that verse, I always took it as my body is a temple, so I should be skinny. Like, don't I work? <laughs> don't know how <laughs> to do it. <laughs> Which is totally incorrect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because God formed my body, and He didn't make it skinny. He made it perfect the way that it is. And so I need to be honoring that because he gave me both the Holy Spirit and the body that I was, like, obviously the body that I was given, the body that I'm in. And so I should be treating both of, like, those of respect and nourishing both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so mine, um, mine. So <laughs> <laughs> My Bible verse. <laughs> My Bible verse is um, Proverbs 31. If I can find it, probably yeah. not. We'll see. Um, but, so I started struggling, I mean, from a young age, but especially, like, in the end of sixth grade, like, beginning of seventh grade, like, that kind of, um, time period, and I was just really frustrated that I didn't look the way that I wanted, um, and so I was, yeah, like, working out a little, not a little bit, I was working out a lot, um, and not for the right reasons, and, um, like eating, like looking back at my eating habits was a little bit uh, iffy. Um, and so I was really frustrated one day and I actually, I think it was like the week that I had, uh, the first time I'd ever opened up, um, which was, which is scary. Don't get me wrong. Like it's not something easy to do. It's terrifying. But once I did, it was like, oh, I'm not the only person that's yeah. like yes. I'm not like weird. Like nobody's going to be like, ugh. Like, people care about me and want the best for me and, like, want to know what's going on in my life, and other people are going through this as well. And so, uh, once I met at youth group, um, I opened up to my leader, and she was like, um, actually, I struggled with the same, like, body image stuff um, when, I was in ha- when I was in college, and so um, I just, like, hated the way that I looked. And so, um, like, I turned my mirror around because I, like, couldn't look at myself. So, I had my mirror turned around for, like, probably a good six months, like, maybe longer um because I just couldn't look at myself and there was one day I just got like so frustrated that I was like okay I'm gonna do like what my youth group leader told me to do like turn my mirror around and stuff like that and so what she suggested was putting bible verses on the back of my mirror and so I was like okay whatever let's see what Talia's is on (laughs) and I was just flipping through my bible like open literally open to the middle of my bible and I was just like, okay, Proverbs 31 sounds good. Seems like a short, short yes. Um, And so the whole, I mean, verses 25 through 31 really stuck out for me. Um, and so the context of this one is um, the person who wrote this was not Solomon. Fun fact. Um, it's, I don't really know how to pronounce his name, King Lemuel or something. Hmm. Um, but his mom, like, was teaching him these, these um, things, like, growing up. And this is what he, like, lived his life kind of as, um, and so verses 25 through 31, uh, really stuck out to me, um, at the time, I was struggling a lot with anxiety as well, and so, um, then it was, she's clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future, um, so, like, modesty, like you said, like, my clothes don't, like, need to be in a business fashion, like, it's, like, treating my body with respect, and, like, I don't need to be worrying about the future, because I'm not even in control of it, and so I can be joyful and happy without worrying about it. Um, but now probably the one that resounds with me the most is verse 30. Um, 
charm is deceptive and beauty does not last, but a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Um, and so I was just laying on the floor, looking through my Bible, you know, and read that one and cried and was frustrated. And I was like, oh, hey, that's right. I'm going to be, I mean, hopefully, going to be old and wrinkly one day. Mm. And what I look like when I am, like, 12 is not going to matter. So, like, charm is deceptive. Like, I could be, I could look, you know, like, I can be the idealistic body and have all of the, you know, all all of it going on, you know, be, like, the most beautiful person of this century. But it doesn't have any testimony to what I am actually on the inside. And it doesn't even last anyway. So what's the point? And so, um, you know, striving to be a perfect pretty one woman is the bookmark that yes. I have in my Bible. Um, but yeah, so like it wasn't like just that fixed my problem, but it definitely started I was like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I need to fix my mindset. And so, I mean, yeah, there's definitely been moments along the way and um like rough weeks, rough months with that, but that is definitely the the Bible passage that um is a big part of my testimony. Yeah. Um, that's so cool that it started with a Bible passage, like mm-hmm. the fact that that you were led to that and you opened that and it was like, well, okay, God, you know what you're doing. <laughs> um, that's so yeah. amazing. And also the fact that this was written or that the mother was telling her son mm-hmm. to write, or, you know, about this, like teaching him these ways. I don't, um, I also do want to like mention just with, society and its rules like right we have gender rules and mm-hmm. all this stuff and a lot of the times too um men can fuel that fire and it that that could be your boyfriend it could be um guys just around you but it could also be like your father and for my family slash like me not not necessarily even like your father and your stepfather or something but um the way that men and like boys also approach the females and female bodies can be um, really destructive and so like if you're a guy listening to this for example just be aware of um, like what you say like guard guard your mouth guard your tongue Um, don't cause your brother or sister to stumble and um, and I won't go into like details of what that could look like because it's different for everybody but just knowing that like your sister in Christ is beautiful just the way she is. And we need to be careful with what we say. That goes for women as well towards men. You know, like we have this idea also of like men having this ideal body and that's not true. Like that is a lie. Like there is no ideal body that's false. And so um, just being careful of how we not only talk about ourselves, but about others um, because also it can be very, destructive to talk about yourself negatively around others because that affects them like the yeah yeah and like talking like just like a offhand comment like Mm -hmm. oh I feel like fat or oh I look ugly like you don't think like oh maybe it's a funny joke like at the time but like if it's not something that you would say to somebody don't be saying it to yourself whether it's like in your head like out loud to yourself like in like a group setting like it's destructive and even though you think it's like, oh, like, like I've noticed for me, like, oh, make a comment, and then it'll be like, oh, more, and just kind of like be a snowball effect. And then I noticed that I'm like having a really terrible week because 
I've been saying all these horrible things about myself and like it's like I allowed myself to fall back into that mindset and to have that mindset because of the like just casual things that I like say yeah like words are so much more hurtful than we even realize and like looks too like I mean like studying somebody and being like oh that's what I want to look like or oh that's what I don't want to look like is so harmful yeah like can feel somebody looking at you you know mm-hmm. like if you're looking at somebody else they can probably feel it and they're probably like of course they're like oh what are they like I've had that oh what what did they think about me yeah you know? wow bars <laughs> oh go bars. off okay that's so good <laughs> um yeah that's an amazing point yeah it, a lot of it comes down to like like wow I should really be testing and and figuring out what I'm saying, where the root of it is, and even what I'm looking at, mm-hmm. what I'm thinking, even if nobody else can hear it, you can hear it, and so can God, and, you know, honor God with your thoughts and everything, so, um, yeah, it's <laughs> good, okay, so we have a few more verses here, too, do you want to read Romans, Romans, Romans one, um, yes. and then, also like one I think the biggest thing that helped me like okay like I said like we still have good and bad days like I yeah I have bad weeks even up to this day and um that's gonna happen but the difference is that I know the truth now like I know what God says about me and I know that those thoughts aren't good like I know that and so it's the fact of like I don't want to give in to them. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to struggle, though. That doesn't mean um, that you're just going to be set free. in your Yeah. Yep. Like, this is a, it's a mental issue. And so, and it's not something that can be changed from the outside, you know? And also, I will say, like, if you've been struggling and maybe you, you finally have that ideal body that you've been having in your head, that also does not mean that you're going to be better. Like, because this issue isn't a matter of, so if maybe you're listening to this and you've had some of those thoughts and you're like, um, you know, you have that image in your head. You're like, that's just what my goal is. Once I get there, I will be set. I'll be good. That's not true. Like you will, if you continue to give into this, if you continue to feed these thoughts and these motives, then um, it's going to take root in you and it's going to continue to grow. And when something grows, it's harder to stop. Um, And so catching it early and, like, realizing, like, no, this isn't okay. Like, this isn't um, who God created me to be. Like, I want to live in peace in my body. That's that's my goal. (laughs) I want to be okay with it. So Yeah, the more you dwell on something, the more it, like, really takes, I mean, grows, you know, like, roots, Mm -hmm. like, the more you water it and the more you like give it all the nutrients, the more it grows and the more difficult it is to just take the plant out of the ground, you know? So yeah. like, the more you dwell on it, the longer it lasts. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. So this passage I have here is Romans 6, verses 13 and 14. And so this is Paul writing to another church. Um, and so, I mean, at least the header in my Bible is that sin's power is broken. And so, like, it's kind of difficult to see body image as being a sin because it's so, like, I mean, like, 
telling somebody that you're sinning is the most offensive mm-hmm. thing that you can tell somebody because it's like you're doing this wrong. I'm like, no, no, really, you are. And seeing God's image as something that isn't perfect is wrong. Like, you're not gonna go up to somebody and be like, you're ugly because God made that person and He made them perfect and they are beautiful. Like, God made the sun, the gorgeous sunsets, beautiful, and He made you beautiful. And so, seeing yourself or seeing those things not as beautiful is like insulting like an a painter a painter's like or an artist's like artwork you know um and so uh these verses say do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin instead give yourselves completely to god for you were dead but now you have new life so use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of god sin is no longer your master so you no longer live under the requirements of the law instead you live under the freedom of god's grace um so like you said like your tongue shouldn't be used to dishonor the lord like your hands shouldn't be used to dishonor the lord and like i mean yeah like your body is like like i said like made perfect because of because god made you and he doesn't make anything imperfect um and so like dwelling in your sin and living in your sin and allowing yourself to um go down that path isn't like beneficial to anybody and it isn't glorifying god and like once you let go and like stop trying to control your life because that is really like what it is it's like i'm I'm trying to control every aspect of my life including what i look like um like letting go and letting god be in control because he did die for you as you were not for the pretty dressed up you that sits in church or the skinny version of you or the bigger version of you or whatever you think it is like he died for you because he loves you and therefore sin is no longer in control of your life sin is no longer your master because of god's grace wow (laughs) bars once again (laughs) thank you um to add on to that verse galatians 4 7 so you are no longer a slave but god's child and since you are his child god has made you also a hair so yeah an heir. Okay. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, just the idea, like, whoa, she just took all the words, but just wanted to add that one because it's, you know, talks about not being a slave and the fact of like, um, you know, you're not a slave if you're in Christ and if you're actively pursuing to get out of your sin. If you're actively going towards your sin, well, then that's your own personal choice. But um, God has given us the ability to be released from our sins, to repent, you know, and to to truly move away from them. And so, um, yeah, and a lot of that for this in particular, like, like we said, talking to someone, huge, absolutely huge. Like, please, Please (laughs) yeah, if you're listening to this, please go talk to someone like mm-hmm. really I mean that's what helped me yeah like, build my relationship with Christ was like the first step was opening up and being like hey I struggle with this too yeah like I'm sure that you will that you will find somebody mm-hmm. that is struggling or <clears throat> maybe not really? even struggling that has that has gone through it or that knows somebody that's gone through it like yeah <clears throat> so therefore confess to your brothers and sisters yeah mm-hmm. Don't know what verse that is, but it's in there. Um, <laughs> it's in there. Yeah, yeah, it's um, really important. I had something to add on okay. to um, what you're saying, like <clears throat> dwelling on it, like 
if you know like that the stove is hot are you going to keep touching the hot stove because you know it's hot and you know it's going to hurt you <laughs> like <laughs> if you know that like seeing these comments or looking at those things are going to hurt you like stop touching the hot stove like run away from the hot stove turn the stove off like <laughs> Stop touching the hot stones. Stop touching it. <laughs> because you're going to end up hurt. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> um, yeah. So, truly, oh, we have some more verses. Yes, we do. Okay. Oh, please read the Isaiah ones. Oh, that is all you. Yes, They're so okay. good. So, I have decided that instead of reading First Corinthians like I was planned to, I was just going to read Isaiah, which I did. And, um, I was really struggling that day, and I was like, God, can you stop, can you change my mindset of me telling me who I want to be, but instead telling me who you are, because, um, I had talked to, uh, another youth group leader, and she was like, yeah, like, these verses are good, like, they're telling you who you are, but, like, don't go into the Bible looking for things to talk about you, like, look in the Bible for who God is, because, like, really that's what the story is about like it's a love story about jesus dying for us not about us and then jesus dying for us Mm -hmm. like finding out who god is and so um i was like tell me who you are and therefore who i am because i am made in your image um and so i was in chapter 44 of isaiah um if i can find the verse um so um, you know, Israel is doing their thing, you know, messing up and um, running away from God and then God calling them back because he loves them unconditionally. Um, and so pay attention O Jacob, for you are my servant O Israel. I, the Lord, made you and I will not forget you. Um, so like understanding who God is, is like so much more than just I, the Lord, made you. Because like if it were just any other person, then that would mean that it would be have some sort of flaw and have some sort of like thing wrong with it but I the Lord made you I the Lord who continually like loves Israel and forgives them who sent his son to die for me like who made like uh that song that goes he turned seas into highways like Mm -hmm. who split the Red Sea and it was dry ground to walk on like not like mud like dry ground in the middle of a huge like like river whatever body of water it was (laughs) that is the same god that made you and it's not just like another one of his clones that he created like he made you exactly how you are and he's not going to forget about you yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay Um, (laughs) and then in chapter 45 um i have verses 9 through 10 um What sorrow awaits those who argue with their creator? Does a clay pot argue with its maker? Does a clay dispute with the one who shapes it, saying, stop, you're doing it wrong? How does the pot, or does the pot exclaim, how clumsy can you be? Um, How terrible it would be if a newborn baby said to its father, why was I born? Or if its mother, or said to its mother, why did you make me this way? I mean, those verses are, like, heartbreaking. Like, if, Mm -hmm. I mean, because I, like, I mean, I haven't straight up said to my mom, yo, why'd you make me like this? But I've definitely <laughs> questioned, like, why was I made this way? But, like, we are the clay, and I I, I don't know, this gets said a, said a lot, like, we are the clay, he is the potter. But, like, we are being shaped by God constantly, and, like, already in the body that we're in. Like, our bodies aren't just, like, the clay, like, 
in the kiln, like, after, you know, like, it is, our, our bodies are constantly shaped, being shaped, but along with that, like, our, like, personalities, you know, like, who we are as a person isn't just defined by what we look like, and so, like, I know that I've matured and changed so much as a person because God is, like, shaping me, and so, like, who am I to be telling God, why are you making me like this? Like, you did it wrong. Like, we're, uh, what's the, what's the little kid story of, like, that was really, that was really vague, um, of, like, the, the puppet, you know, and then all the pretty puppets get gold stars, and then this one puppet doesn't get a gold star, I'm gonna find out what it's called. Never heard of that. Um, (laughs) And then he goes into the workshop, and he's like, why did you make me like this? Like, I'm usually one that doesn't get gold stars, and then he's like, because I made you, like, I didn't make you to get gold stars, like, this is something that somebody else made up, like, to be giving, like, all these puppets gold stars, because somebody else thinks that they're pretty, like, I made you perfectly, and, like, this is, like, gonna change, like, next thing you know, you're gonna be getting all the gold stars, maybe, or you're still not gonna be getting gold stars, but I made you exactly how you're meant to be, I need to find what that story is, can't fight with the creator, yeah, um, (laughs) but, yeah, in the meantime, like, while she's searching away, um, just, like, ah, body image stuff annoys me it makes me angry okay because it's like <laughs> she got it okay and i got it it's called you are special by max lucado hey okay <laughs> go look it up um yes, it's a wonderful children's book children's books are children's books are just for children fun facts exactly so go take a peek yeah at you are special um anyways <laughs> also we have we have three minutes just a heads up that's our time mat time limit um we can do a part two if we have last words but anyways um yeah it just makes me angry because it's like this is false it's literally just false like come on you are so beautiful beautifully and wonderfully made oh yeah um and whether you're male or female it doesn't matter what your body looks like um and there's just a lot, a lot of aspects to add thoughts um, and body image thoughts. Like, um, part of, like, my story is, like, you know, there was times, like I said, where I would eat too little or, like, too much. It's, like, the taking advantage of this beautiful gift of, one, food, but also our bodies. And um, truly, you have to check in with it, with yourself. You can't let yourself continue down that path. You can't ignore those thoughts. You need to confront them. You need to talk to someone about them and you need to want change. Like that is the biggest thing. You have to want that and you need to commit to it. Um, and even on your bad days, even on your struggles, you, you've you got to um, hold hold strong to the truth. Mm-hmm. That's so important. Yeah, I totally agree. And like talking with people is so important. Like I had a person over quarantine that kept reminding me that I was beautifully and wonderfully made. I was like, um, what does that mean? And so then I found out, like, what it does mean. And I encourage you all to find that um, for yourself, like, that you are beautifully and wonderfully made. But what does that mean? And to have those, like, people in your life that are encouraging you and supporting you. And, um, yeah, continue to go back to the book of truth that's really going to tell you who Mm -hmm. you are. You know, you can only say so much. But, like, the Bible is, like, a love story. And, yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. Um, Well. 
we're kind of out of time here for the max that allows us to record but um yeah we said a lot we probably missed a few parts that we said we'd talk about later that's okay maybe there'll be a part two if you uh dm us on prairie fca but yeah truly i hope that you gain something from this and um come away from it with a different perspective any any last words in our last few seconds yep. and you are loved and you are perfect in the body that you're in and you're beautifully and wonderfully made in the image of god and you are a wonderful human being that deserves love and nourishment for your body yes <laughs> all right thank you Elizabeth, for doing this thank you everybody for having me till next time